0: Hi, everybody, Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Locked On Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. It's so great to have you here with us on today's show. Exciting things happening as on today's program, Duke prepares to travel to Louisville for the game tomorrow versus the Cardinals. We'll preview that one. Some McDonald's All-American updates on today's podcast. Duke football conversations as Mike Elko has finalized his coaching staff and the first commit of the Mike Elko era has taken place. And then we'll close it out with five keys to victory for Duke men's basketball. My name is JJ Jackson. I'm the host of this podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. And follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcasts, as you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each day. Also, be sure to subscribe to our Lockdown Blue Devils YouTube page to watch the show daily. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Devils your first listen every single day. Duke Basketball gets set for their game tomorrow versus the Louisville Cardinals. Louisville on the year is 11-9 overall with a 5-5 and record in the ACC. The Cardinals are the talk of the college basketball world this week, and that is not hyperbole. That's because just days ago, Chris Mack was ousted as the head coach of the Cardinals. Out in the midst of his fourth season so far, he walks away from Louisville with a 68-37 and record. Things were not great for Louisville this season. There was also some NCAA speculation, notice of allegations sent to the Louisville program. So their head coaching search begins immediately. Uh, Chris Mack will be owed four point eight million dollars to be paid over the next three years because of those allegations. It was a twelve million dollar buyout should he be fired, but they were able to get that number down to four point eight again because of some of those uh, NCAA allegations heading over him. Uh, When you look at who's going to be the next head coach for Louisville, that's not my job to discuss. Uh, I would really encourage you to listen to Locked On Louisville. My good friend Dalton Pence is going to do a great job. Uh, with that coaching search. But what's interesting right now is that Louisville currently has no sitting president or athletic director making the decision, as Mike McGees will take over as the interim head coach. All right, enough of that. Now let's talk about the basketball game that's set to be played tomorrow between our Duke Blue Devils in Louisville, a noon Eastern tip-off on ESPN from the KFC Yum! Center there in Kentucky. It seats 22,000. I'm expecting a pretty rowdy crowd. Right now, the ESPN Basketball Power Index gives Duke a 77.1% chance to win this basketball game. As when you look at this contest, Louisville has lost two straight games. They've also lost five of six. That's why the seat continued to get hot for Chris Mack. This is a team that scores 68.5 points per game, and their opponents are scoring 67.7, a very uh, slim margin right there. Again, Duke is one of the top teams in the entire country at like a plus 17 in terms of their margin when you look at the points scored per game versus the points that you're giving up against opponents. So uh, credit to Duke in that regard. This is a Louisville team uh, that's led in scoring by Noah Locke. He's their point guard, a Florida transfer at 10.2 points per game. Malik Williams for the Cardinals is averaging 8.5 rebounds per game. He's their leading rebounder. And then Gerard West, 3.2 assists per game, is uh, doing a good job of sharing the basketball for Louisville this season. Going to be a fun one. We've seen a lot of epic Louisville games over the past uh, few seasons. One of the most recent trips up to the KFC Yum Center for Duke was the Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish game where Duke came back from 20 plus. There's the big highlight play that had actually gained popularity again in recent weeks because it was the anniversary, but also because uh, Cam Reddish was traded to the New York Knicks being reunited with RJ Barrett. And in that game, there was the play where R.J. Barrett, uh, off, after a steal, breakaway, bounced the ball back between his legs to Cam Reddish, who then hit a transition triple, and again, just a major win for Duke in one of their last visits to the KFC Yum Center. This will be the last visit on the road to play Louisville for head coach Mike Krzyzewski. Going to be a fun one when that game gets started tomorrow. I'll be tuned in for sure, and you should too. If you're not watching it on TV, listen to the call with David Shumate and John Roth on uh, the TuneIn app, the Duke Blue Devils app, or across the Blue Devil Network. It's going to be a fun one. For the McDonald's All-American game, coming up on March 29th in Chicago, here in 2022, the teams were announced this week, and three future Blue Devils were named to it. Derek Lively II, Derek Whitehead, and Mark Mitchell all signed their letter of intent to play for the Duke Blue Devils, and they were all named to the McDonald's All-American team. That makes it 88 total all-time for Duke. The inaugural game for the McDonald's All-American game was back in 1978. And so Duke has three players named this year's team uh, with Kansas, who also has three players. Those two schools have the most this season. But 88 total for Duke. That is the most all-time of any school out there. It's also the 38th straight season that Duke has had at least one McDonald's All-American. Again, This event has been going on since 1978, and this is the 38th straight season that Duke has had at least one McDonald's All-American. That is the most all-time, the longest active streak, I should be saying. The next longest streak is 12 years. 26 more years difference between Duke's streak of McDonald's All-Americans and the next school. Mike Krzyzewski, we really know the one-and-done era has ramped up ever since uh, Kyrie Irving Following the 2010 National Championship team, Duke's gotten a ton of one-and-done prospects since then, and when you think one-and-done, you're thinking about the McDonald's All-American game. But there you hear it, 38 straight seasons with McDonald's All-Americans. This goes all the way back. You know, J.J. Reddick talks a lot about his memories from playing in the McDonald's All-American game back in 2000, and what, probably two for uh, J.J. Reddick when he was a part of that game. So, super fun. It could have been four for Duke, because Kyle Filipowski is rated as the number four player or number five player, excuse me, number five player in the ESPN top 100 rankings for the class of 2022. But because he reclassified, he was set to graduate actually uh, a year earlier. He he kind of sat back a year for 2022. He is not eligible to be a part of the McDonald's All American team, but uh, nonetheless, going to be a fun player to watch for Duke next season. On the current Duke team, there are currently five former McDonald's All Americans, Paulo Bancaro. Mark Williams, Jeremy Roach, Trevor Keels, and A.J. Griffin all got a chance to uh, be nominated and uh, named McDonald's All-Americans. Awesome stuff right there. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the Duke football updates, the coaching staff being finalized, and the first commit of the Mike Elko era right here on Lockdown on Blue Devils. Hey, Duke fans, this is J.J. Jackson with an incredible app for everyone who buys gas that you've got to know about. I'm talking about GetUpside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas Every time they fill up, just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Make sure you use the promo code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E, for 25 cents per gallon back on your first fill up. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the free app again and use promo code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E, for 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. There's really no catch. A lot of people who have done this are getting as much as two to $300 a year in cashback money. That's incredible. All right, you can cash out anytime with this app to your bank account, PayPal, or even get an e-gift card for Amazon and other amazing brands. Again, the GetUpside app. Use promo code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. You're listening to Locked on Blue Devils. As the spring semester continues at Duke University, we're getting closer to spring football. And with that, Mike Elko needing to fill out his coaching staff as he gets set for his first spring as the head coach of the Duke Blue Devils. Let me tell you about a couple of new coaches that have been hired. Ishmael Aristide is 31 years old, and he's been hired as the cornerback's coach for Duke. Aristide was a defensive back and wide receiver in his playing days for the Purdue Boilermakers. Most recently this past season, he was with the Miami Hurricanes as the outside linebackers coach. 2019 and 2020, he was on the uh, coaching staff at Texas A&M. 2017 and 2018 on the staff at Ole Miss. And in 2016, he got his coaching career started at Auburn. But again, played for Purdue. Our Steed will coach the cornerbacks for Duke. I think he's uh, well-regarded as a very good recruiter. He's young, he's energetic, and I think he's going to be terrific to work with. He's got a lot of good young secondary players on this Duke football team. The other new hire to discuss is Jess Simpson. A lot of people really excited about this one. Josh Cox from Duke Football Talk, Section 17 Podcast, joined us back on Wednesday. He was talking about the Jess Simpson hire just briefly before it was made officially public by Duke. Simpson is being named the co-defensive coordinator and defensive line coach. He will share defensive coordinator duties with Rob Smith on the staff. Jess Simpson, at 51 years old, has 25 years of coaching experience and 12 of those as a high school head coach where he won seven state titles as the head coach of Buford High School in Georgia. Absolutely dominant. Jess Simpson was a college tight end for the Auburn Tigers. He was a 1993 grad of Auburn University. Most recently, in 2021, Jess Simpson was the Miami Hurricanes assistant head coach and defensive line coach. So both Aristide and Simpson come over from Miami. In 2019 and 2020, Jess Simpson was the defensive line coach of the Atlanta Falcons. So, He's been able to coach at all three levels. At high school, he was dominant seven state championships in 12 years as a high school head coach, again, at Beaufort High School in Georgia. He coached at the college level, and then also you've got the years coaching in the NFL as the Atlanta Falcons defensive line. Talks a lot about his work with Grady Jarrett, who is a two-time Pro Bowl selection, one of the best defensive linemen in all of football. So this is a home run hire for Mike Elko to be able to add Jess Simpson to the coaching staff. We mentioned Dwayne Carter, the leader of that unit for Duke. They had a couple of guys leave following the 2020 season. Who was going to step up? They named Dwayne Carter a captain, and he went on to play a great season. So that's going to be one of the leaders for Jess Simpson to coach there on the defensive front for Duke. Mike Elko also secured his first commit of the class as uh, quarterback Grayson Loftus, the 2023 quarterback, becomes the first player to outright commit to Mike Elko Again, Mike Elko did officially get announced right before the early signing day was finalized. There will be another college football signing day, of course, coming up next Wednesday. Grayson Loftus is a 2023 quarterback, so that was also a little eye-opening, but great to see that your head coach, a defensive-minded guy, already getting a quarterback. Loftus right now is currently unrated by 24-7 sports composite ranking. I do believe that's going to continue to change once you've got this commit at the Power 5 level. He also holds offers from Kentucky, West Virginia, Marshall, Charlotte, and App State. A really good story in the Spartanburg Herald-Journal and the Greenville News about Loftus talking about his decision to commit to play for Duke. He talks about that, that he was in Durham on a visit and spent eight hours there and about five hours into the visit with the Duke football staff. Mike Elko extended the offer, and he committed before he ever even left. So he's super excited, it seems like. To be one of the next quarterbacks for Duke loves the vision of the program and what it means moving forward. He's out of Gaffney, South Carolina. He just finished up a 15-0 season as a quarterback, winning the 5A state championship in a 22-19 win over Dutch Fork High School, which is significant because Dutch Fork in South Carolina at the 5A level had won 62 straight games, including five straight championships. We've been talking a lot about high school championships between Jeff Simpson's dominance there at Buford High School and also Dutch Fork winning five in a row until Duke quarterback commit Grayson Loftus kind of ended that streak. So awesome stuff, and uh, can't wait to see the future of Duke football with all these guys getting into place. Uh, coming up next, the five keys to victory for Duke men's basketball as they get set for their game against Louisville. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier. Make sure that you include Built Bar into your plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 net carbs with 17 grams of protein. It's incredible. There are so many amazing flavors for you to choose from, including coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, and more. Go to Bilt.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Bilt.com. Promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get 15% off your order at built.com Built Bar is a proud sponsor of the Locked on Blue Devils podcast. Final segment here on Locked on Blue Devils today on this Friday edition of the program. My name is JJ Jackson. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Any questions you may have, we're always compiling those together for the next installment of Mailbag Monday on this program. You could send them to us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Or questions can be sent to our email address, devils at gmail.com. Take time to do that. I want to interact with you. Leave us a five star rating and review, if you will. It is Five Star Friday, after all. So uh, pause this right now. Type out a five star rating. Make sure you put a review in there uh, so that it counts. The algorithms there on Apple Podcast is kind of goofy. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Odyssey, we certainly do appreciate that. Five keys for Duke to have victory versus Louisville. I think number one, Uh, Not in any particular order, but here we go. One of them, uh, a quick start. Be the aggressor versus this Louisville team. It's been a crazy week for them, obviously, with their head coach being fired. So one of two things. Either this team's going to wake up playing inspired, that team that I'm speaking of, of course, being Louisville, or there's an opportunity for them to kind of be out bad. And you got to punch them early and continue to get after it. number two, I would say win the middle eight. You hear coaches talk about this a good bit. Haven't spoke as much about it this season, but... Um, and I don't have the numbers to back me up, but it just kind of feels like when you're watching the game, the middle eight of the game, okay? The final four minutes of the first half, the first four minutes of the second half. If you play well there, you've got a lot of momentum going into halftime. Halftime adjustments are being made. And if you could come out after the fact and get a good start, sometimes you can really deflate the other team's um, ego, their motivation, how they're feeling about everything. And so I think it's important for Duke to play really well in those middle eight minutes, and that's something that I'm going to be following in tomorrow's game. There's got to be more bench production for Duke. They've been playing well off the bench as of late, including Joey Baker, who's got 11 points uh, his average over the last two games. He's also averaging, with those 11 points, 6 of 10 from three-point range. So he's shooting 60%, which is awesome for Joey. I hope he continues to shoot with a lot of confidence and produces when he comes off the bench. Josh Cox Steve Wiseman, even yesterday from the Raleigh News and Observer on this program, talked about how it kind of felt like Theo John had dipped off. He did have the one game versus NC State where he contributed 10 points on 4-4 shooting from the floor. It'd be amazing for once Mark Williams gets subbed out and John comes in for a little bit. For Theo to have a big impact, that would be huge if uh, Duke wants to be successful and win this game versus Louisville. And number four, Wendell Moore Jr if we can get him to find his groove again we talk about the numbers a lot. we've done it a lot this week already doesn't feel like he's been himself since that covid pause he's starting to find that groove a little bit but if he can really get back to that level where it's like hey not only is this guy great for Duke, but he's also like a first team all-American right now if he can get back to that level, I think Duke wins this game pretty easily. I don't think that they're gonna have any issues if that can be the case. And then finally, a key to victory for Duke, just take care of the basketball. We've seen in the three losses this year, Duke has been really careless and sloppy. When you're sloppy with the basketball, sometimes you're forcing up bad shots. The so shot selection can come back and be a thing right there as well. So if this Duke team can take care of the basketball, I think that's going to be really important and really big. So uh, an update for you. Yesterday, assistant coach Chris Carwell did meet with the media. They were asking him about Trevor Keel's and uh, kind of his impact if he will be available. And uh, basically a synopsis of what Chris Kiriwell had to say was that Trevor Keels is getting better. There's no date for a timetable or anything like that. But he hasn't practiced yet, but he is moving around better, and he's still being reevaluated. So that pretty much almost uh, automatically means he's not going to be available tomorrow for the Louisville game. But as Steve Wiseman said, if there could be hope and optimism for him to be back for next Saturday's game in Chapel Hill versus North Carolina, I think that could be absolutely huge for our Duke Blue Devils. So going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm certainly going to be watching this game. Also, yesterday, Chris Carwell had a lot of uh, nice things to say about Emil Jefferson. He was asked about Emil, as uh, obviously he's serving as his first season in the role of director of player development. He said that Emil's had a lot of young energy to him. He's able to relate to the players well. He's doing a really good job at the film study sessions. And to be honest, he's not surprised at all that Emil Jefferson has gotten off to such a great start in his coaching career. Similar things were said about Nolan Smith, and now Nolan Smith has worked his way up to uh, being a full-time assistant coach for Duke men's basketball. Coming up on Monday here on Lockdown Blue Devils, excited to recap the weekend in Duke athletics. I hope that we'll be talking about a successful weekend. Last night, the Duke women's basketball team did suffer a tough loss against those North Carolina Tar Heels. Hopefully they can bounce back this weekend as well. You can connect with me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore and be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode of Locked on Blue Devils as soon as it's available each and every day. Now go check out the Locked on Louisville podcast with Dalton Pence to hear his perspective on tomorrow's game. That could be your second listen for today. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Devils your first listen. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go do. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.